ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Typical Skeptic Podcast. I have with me tonight another amazing contactee slash experiencer. Um, her name is Judy Carroll, and she's here to tell the truth about ET contact. She's been having it for years. She's been having it for her whole life um, with communication with the Greys. And I want to get the truth about what's going on. I, you know me, I search for the truth about everything. And I let me read to you about her background. Judy Carroll was born in Queensland, Australia in 1952. Her family background is Creole, English, and Romani, Gypsy. She left school to pursue a career as a professional flamenco dancer, following the footsteps of her grandmother, who was a dancer and clairvoyant medium in the Romani tradition. Judy feels that this background has helped her assimilate the encounters she's had with the gray ET since early childhood. 60 years of these ongoing and at times fully conscious encounters has given her a deep insight in this phenomenon, which is happening to many thousands of people worldwide. Being born into a Romani family has also given her insight to being different among fellow humans and its effect on the psyche. Her books are Human by Day, Zeta by Night, The Zeta Message, and The Extraterrestrial Presence on Earth. Uh, Judy, thank you for joining me. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, Robert. How are you? I'm excellent, thank you. I'm, I'm very excited to have you on the show. I, I didn't know you were Romani or, as they say, Gypsy. I think that's very interesting. Like, um, how did that influence the, um, like, your... Your, your, your look on like alternative media or, or, or alternative culture, I guess I would say, like, you know, like ET culture, you know, psychic and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, Robert, <clears throat> um, as many people know, we choose our family before we even come into an incarnation on Earth. And I, I was very careful in the way I chose my family. I wanted a um, mixed background like that to help me to understand, you know, the different cultures from different angles. And the Romani culture is very good in that they're a little bit more open and sensitive to um, other dimensions and, uh, you know, like beyond 3D that your average Earth human isn't so open to. Um, so I was born into a family that was far more accepting of all this, this sort of thing. So I was never made to feel like I was crazy or anything. Yeah. And, and, and also having... having Having a great-grandmother who was a psychic and clairvoyant really helped too because that's passed down through the family. So you're also psychic and clairvoyant as well? Um, up to a point. Um, when I'm in an altered state, I, I trained in meditation for many years. So I've got to get myself into an altered state to be able to do it. But at the same time, the dance training that I was put through helped me to be able to balance the left and right hemispheres of the brain. And this has helped me so much with my ET communication because I can, I can pick up what they're sending through and I can write it down at the same time. Um, I think that's amazing. I think dance opens up a lot and people are, are not aware what exactly is a flamenco dancer? I, I think that's very, very interesting. Um, it's it's a, it's a dance of southern Spain, um, southern Spain, Andalusia, um, and specifically the dance, a, a type of dance that the gypsies do. Um, oh, but of course, okay. everyone does it now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. using the castanets and the, and the skirt with the frills. <laughs> I'm so interested in culture. That's why I ask. I, I you know, I'm, yeah. I have a very uh, for being American, even though I'm American, I have like a very Mediterranean culture. I'm like Lebanese, Greek, and Italian. So I love hearing about people's other backgrounds, you know. Me, and the fact me too. Creole and South American and 
Romani and English. I think that's a, a great combination. It's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. The flamenco was brilliant because um, <clears throat> the gypsy tradition is based on shamanism. And um, so, of course, going into meditational trance states through rhythm and music is very much a part of it. Um, even though I wasn't aware when I was doing it, I started at about 15, um, I wasn't aware of my ET contact. That didn't come until later. But the training that I got in the dancing, I used to, uh, I, I basically learned how to go into like an altered state um, in, in the Gypsy culture, they refer to it as duende. The Spanish gypsies talk about duende. And what that means is it's like spirit. And they talk about the duende coming upon you. It's like the spirit comes down upon you as you dance, um, which puts you into a sort of a trance state. So I was trained in that from a very early age. I heard of uh, 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 something before I interviewed a guy. He talked about the tata duende. It was like a um, spirit type creature. I can't remember if it was spirit. It's like a paranormal type thing. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, what what was it again? Just Tata Duande. I, I can't remember exactly what it was. But this no, the word, yeah, the word I know is just Duende, D-U-E-N-D-E. Yeah, that's that's what I heard too. But I can't remember what it was. It was so many interviews back. But um, okay. I wanted to ask you, um, what, when was your first like encounter with the Greys? And like, here's what I'm trying to figure out because um, and maybe you can help. You can definitely help me with this. Like people say a lot of different things and i'm trying to get to the truth like people say that they're the small ones are androids and then there's tall grays can you clear that up first is there small ones and tall ones or what, what is the deal with that oh yes look there is there, there's many many different gray cultures throughout the universe people just think of them as being the zeta reticulans but no there, there are many many throughout the universe um but the problem that we come up against down here is there are some fake greys that have been made by the cabal group down here. And these ones are used in what are called my labs. Have you heard of the my labs? The military, yeah, military abductions. Yes. Yeah, they, these are used very, very widely um, to cause people to be frightened of the genuine greys because these my lab um, experiences are not nice. They're very, very unpleasant. Um, drugs are used, um, these fake um, Dr. Stephen Greer refers to them as PLFs, programmed life forms. And they seem to be sort of half bionic things that have been created to make that they look like greys. I think genetic material was taken from the bodies of some of the greys who died in ship crashes like Roswell, et cetera. Um, and this genetic material has been bioengineered to create these little, little beings. Um, and they are very negative, but they're, they've been created down here. They're not genuine. So they are so, real, though. They, so people are oh, having yeah, real real, negative, yeah. so people are having real negative experiences. That's they probably are. why there's a wide difference between yeah. positive and negative. So there's the exactly. that clears up a lot right there. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, exactly. If people want to um, go into it more deeply, um, Dr. Stephen Greer's book, um, uh, I'm just trying to think of it. Um, yeah, people probably could just knowledge. look them up. Sorry, I was saying that people probably could just look up Dr. Stephen Greer in general because he he, he talks abundantly about that stuff. He, I know what you're talking about. He talks yeah. about the, the fact that the, this uh, this cabal, or and I yeah. wanted to ask you more about that. Like, who, who do you, is it? The international banking cabal with the reptilians, or if you had to speculate, what what is this organization? This cabal, right? Who, who would you say it is? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll just um, get. Stephen Greer's book right at first is Hidden Truth, Forbidden Knowledge, which is a very, okay. very good book. Okay, now I go into 
this reptarian reptilian thing very, very deeply in my book, Extraterrestrial Presence on Earth, Lessons in History. <clears throat> the cabal or the reptilians, I call them reptarians because they're an ancient human race. They're actually created down here on planet Earth. There are reptilian people coming in from off planet, but the majority of them are positive. I know a couple of them and they're lovely people. Uh, many of them are in the healing profession, but these reptarians are a different matter altogether. Um, they're a, a human, earth human race who were created by the draconians out of a biped dinosaur species down here. And they basically hijacked the planet, took it over, they continue to reincarnate down here, many of them in quite normal Earth human form, and they're the ones behind this, this um, hidden government who are okay. controlling things down here, and they basically brainwash people over millennia, and it's still going on really badly now. And this cabal is international. It's not just like America. Oh, yes. It's like no, no, no. everyone. It's it's like, yep. you know, like the, I've heard of the Illuminati, you know, talked to many times before, and it's like... Uh, it's 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 become we don't know what they're up to you know they, they, I I have had people come on my show and break down you know that they have to tell us what they're going to do and they do it through music videos and I, all this interesting stuff that some guy told me but I don't know if it's true or not that's why I want to know exactly who is this cabal you know and that's interesting that they're off they're from off planet that they're these reptarians now let me ask you this does this have anything to do with they're an ancient species, which makes me think of the Anunnaki. Have you ever heard of that story of the Anunnaki that Zachariah oh, yes. wrote about? Were they positive or were they negative? Look, they're, they're a bit of a mixed bag. Some of them are okay, some aren't. They, they've got a very strong connection to the reptarians. Um, and again, they tend to be very much into control. Oh, wow. Um, okay, that makes yeah, sense. very much into control. So they were one of our founding fathers, the, oh, yeah. the Anunnaki. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you, do you know what the, the Australian, okay, because that was like the Sumerian tradition. I, I'm just interested. I don't know. Um, I've heard that the Australian tradition, you guys have like Pleiadian writing on a rock or something like that or ancient. Oh, yes. Yes, I've been there. That, absolutely fascinating. It's what a is place that? Down, yeah. It's a place down in New South Wales um, called Carrion. And the story goes that a Pleiadian ship was coming here to try to help what um, they're referred to as the mixtures. This was a slave race that was created by the Anunnaki and the Reptarians. And off-planet people came here, mainly Pleiadians and Lyrans, to try and help these slave people. Um, they needed to be upgraded. They were sort of stuck on the border of the human and animal kingdom. Um, what, the, what the Anunnaki had done, they created them to work as slaves, um, but they hadn't allowed them to evolve any further. And so this, this group of Pleiadians came here to Earth to assist these mixtures to evolve to the next level. And their ship crashed over, I think, what's Czechoslovakia now. Anyway, some of them managed to escape in like rescue pods. And one of these rescue pods landed off the east coast of Australia and they came ashore. And they left a record on the walls of this canyon. It's like a long, narrow, narrow canyon. And on one side is their record. And on the other side, there's actually Egyptian hieroglyphs because what happened, these Pleiadians assisted the mixture race to become more human, who evolved into the Aboriginal people now, who are a very, very highly evolved spiritual culture. 
And they had so much knowledge passed down to them from the Pleiadians, and in fact, their culture now still speaks about their Pleiadian ancestry. They People used to even come from as far away as Egypt to, to train with them, you know, get spiritual training from them. And apparently one of these Egyptian expeditions um, came with two brothers, and one of them was killed. He was bitten by a snake and, and died. And they because he tried taking something, right? Didn't he try taking something? taking something back with them to Egypt? Is that true? Uh, um, look, it's possible. Yes, it's possible. I haven't heard that side of it, but it's highly possible. There's a okay. lot of exchange going on. Apparently, yeah. boomerangs were found in Tutankhamun's tomb, so there was wow. a sort of a two-way exchange. This is so um, fascinating. Oh, it, it's just amazing. Um, and these Egyptian people left their um, record on one side of the canyon and the Pleiadians on the other. And it's just so interesting to walk through this canyon and you can see on one wall is Egyptian hieroglyphs, on the other wall is different hieroglyphs that are obviously, you know, from off planet because there's pictures of ships and things. Is um, it real? Oh, my God, that's amazing. Oh, it's an amazing I'm, place. I'm so glad I brought this up to you because I think this is so interesting. Like, it, it really is so interesting. Like, I don't think anybody realize, people don't realize how diverse and how populated our universe is. I mean... There really are a lot of different aliens out there, right? Exactly, exactly, exactly. I mean, you know, the planets are more, there's more planets in the universe than are grains of sand on all the beaches on the planet. So how can they not be? Yeah, I, I, I had a guy tell me, he came on my show, he said, he showed me a, a lit up part of like, you know, what he called the universe. And he said in that was billions of galaxies. So I thought to myself, if there's billions of galaxies, literally billions of galaxies, there has to be, an, 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 a crazy amount of planets which those have to have life on them and we know of them as like the Pleiades and you know uh, wherever yeah. else and supposedly well, I was just talking to a guy about our secret space program uh, supposedly here in the United States I don't know this for fact but they have these secret space programs where they're you know making contact with beings from other places and they're traveling to other stars have you heard about this? Yes, I have. I, I take that with a grain of sand because there's a lot of disinformation being put out. Um, and the feeling that I get is that they're trying to um, get a bit of one-upsmanship over other other countries. You know, oh, we're in contact with the ET, so don't mess with us. Uh, oh, okay. Of, I see what you're saying. Disinformation. Yeah, I'm not saying they haven't, but there's still a lot of disinformation out there. Yeah, that, that and that's what I wanted to bring up. Like, so you already cleared up a big thing about the greys, and I think that's so important because there's two different types of greys, and, you know, it's, there's one working for this reptarian grace, like you said, and the, uh, then there's the positive grace. Can you get into these positive greys, the real greys? Who are they and where are they from, and uh, what are they about? What do they teach? Okay, well, the, the genuine greys, the, the main ones who are contacting down here are the zeta reticulans. Everyone seems to know that. Um, but what they don't understand is that there are many different races in that star system. Um, but, you know, they're, they're all positive. Um, they're the ones who are involved with the Roswell crash. Okay. They were the Zetas. And that, that's how the nurse, if you read the Roswell interview, I don't know if that was disinformation, but there was a Roswell alien interview. And mm -hmm. I think you have it. <laughs> I've written a commentary on it. I'm just holding it up so people can see it. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it up it... Again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I've actually just had two books released on Amazon as ebooks, um, and this one is called An Interview with an Alien, Comments by an Undercover ET, and it's a commentary on that book by Lauren Spencer. Um, parts of Lauren Spencer's book are good. I read it years and years ago, and there are some parts that are it blew me away because it was information that I know as uh, working up there as a grey, but there's a huge amount of disinformation in it as well. So when um, I read it years ago, I thought, oh, I've got to, I've got to you know, write a commentary on this one of these days. But the problem was I was in the process of writing my terrestrial presence on Earth back then. So I just didn't have the time. I couldn't put energy into a second book. So when um, ET Presence on Earth was published um, back in about 2018, I started putting my um, energy into this commentary on the Alien Interview book. And what are your thoughts on it? It's authentic? There, there, uh, um, the majority of it is disinformation, um, but I, I am aware that there was a survivor from that crash who did try to, um, how can I say, communicate telepathically, but the telepathic communication as it's presented in the book is very, very badly misunderstood. Okay. So I've gone over that and translated it um, and just tried to clear up some of the wrong things in it. There are some terms in there he uses like doll bodies, which is definitely disinformation. That's not the term that the greys use. It wouldn't have been yeah. used by, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And that's what I want to get into. So what did what have the greys um when was your first ex experience? Like did you remember like um I you could probably re you probably remember times when you were young when you had screen memories, right? And then mm. you had times when you uh remember actually being with them that were conscious memories can you talk about both like what what like what your all your memories yeah yeah well I, I was having contact all through childhood but a lot of it was blocked um so i was very very caught up in fear i you know i knew that i was being visited and taken somewhere but i couldn't really remember and and so i was very scared but um i chose that on purpose so that i would understand that from the human perspective because it's my job now to try and help people at age 30 i underwent a very very profound full-on daytime contact with the greys in which um three of them appeared in the room um we had a long conversation they reminded me of who i am i recognized them as family it was a very very profound experience um and they um, gave me suggestions as to where I needed to go from, from there on. We were living in the country at that time and they said, you know, it's time for you to get back to work. You know, you've got to move back to the city. And um, they advised me I had to learn meditation to help the communication. And having been a professional dancer, I found that very hard. So I was told to learn Tai Chi as well, that that would help, which was the best advice I was ever given. And I was also told by them that I would need to be learning an alternative healing, like natural healing um, modality. So over the next three years, all the things they predicted all came true. We were shifted back to the city. Um, tai Chi classes just started up around the corner from where I was living about, about a week after we arrived in town. A woman moved in next door who was in a meditation group and her teacher had just moved up from down south. They were starting a meditation group that I was invited to. And um, then someone came to the meditation group who had done Reiki. So that was where I learned about Reiki. So over the years, I, I sat in this meditation group for about eight years. I was training to be a Tai Chi instructor through all that time. And I also learned Reiki. I did Reiki level one back in 1993. 
and I now teach that as well. Um, so this is where my contact with the Greys started back in 1983 with this full-on daytime encounter. Now, what happened, this woke me up to the fact that I'm what's known as a dual soul consciousness. Um, I, I have a conscious soul connection with earth humans and also with the greys so that I have conscious um, awareness of both existences. And this has in turn opened me up to memories of working up on the ship at night with them, which happens quite regularly. Um, I don't always remember because what goes on up there is it's just too much for my human brain to process. Um, yeah. But I do remember some fairly key things that, that went on up there or are still going on. Oh, what is, what, like, what is some of the stuff that they're doing? Like, are they, I mean, like, what, what would you say their end game is? Do you think that they're, they want to um, ever reveal themselves to humanity or do you think they're just doing it like kind of like incognito, like through contactees like yourself? So then you can teach better life lessons to people and then we become better humans in general. Yeah, what, what the Greys are doing, they're trying to assist humanity to open up to a more expanded conscious awareness. Um, back in 2001, um, I received a teaching through from them on what they call the human ladder. And what the human ladder is, it's a cycle of evolution that all humans go through, um, through 10 ascending levels of the universe um, which are expanding levels of conscious awareness and on planet earth we're on level one which means we can access about 10 percent of our conscious awareness now i'm not talking about brain here i'm talking about conscious awareness level yeah. two will be able to access 20 percent conscious awareness which would make us just about geniuses down here and we evolve gradually through these 10 levels up to a point where we can access our full 100% conscious awareness, totally melded back into God or source consciousness, um, no need to incarnate back into physical form anymore. So that's, that's what, what the greys are helping people with. And they're also helping to repair our DNA. So we're here to evolve, basically. If you, were, if you would say... Humanity is here basically to evolve for some reason. For some reason, we haven't evolved to a higher level of consciousness and we need to evolve before we go back to God or source. Yeah, yeah. Well, everyone goes through this path of evolution. The planet Earth has been held back because of the reptarians when they hijacked the planet. They've been basically mind-controlling humanity for millennia through religion, through government, you know, many different ways. How about and like all... MK, MK Ultra? They did that. They, they started that MK Ultra, the mind control experiments, and I think it was London, and then it went over to the United States. That, that could have been reptarian control through, oh. human, through human hands. Yeah, 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 but Hitler dabbled in it too with the um, Fool Society and all that. He was trained in mind control yeah. and all that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so basically what they're doing, they're, um, they're trying to help humans to have their DNA repaired because the DNA was interfered with when the mixture slaves were created. That's what the story of the serpent in the Garden of Eden is all about. So... Uh, we've been held back. It's like one of the great teachers described it once. They said the universe is like a flowing river and planet Earth has been sort of shunted into a stagnant pool at the side because of the reptilian interference. And so the greys and other ETs are coming here to try to, and generally working through people like myself who are down here in human form, so we can, we can speak about this yeah. um, in 3D language, um, to help people to move beyond 
this little stagnant pool. And this is also the reason why people are taken up in genuine contact experiences onto the ships for DNA repair. Wow, this is amazing. Now, do you think they will start like opening up to more people, or do you like do or do you, do you think that's do you think do you think ET contact is going to come? If you were to speculate, do you think ET contact is going to become more? Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? More common for more people. Oh yes, there, there are many more people who are being taken than than who consciously realise. Um, most people have an interest in this. Like I get because of my books, I get a lot of emails and people say, oh, you know, I'm so interested in this. How can I get contact? And I always say to them, look, you've probably got it already. If you're open to it, you've probably got it. But it's just because we're operating down here through a 10% conscious awareness, we can't remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, people tend to remember traumatic experiences, but they don't remember the normal experiences. You know, lots, so many people are taken up on the ships at night so many during their sleep state so yeah because we have that's when we have our astral i mean i've actually tried to practice i've said it many times on my show i've been doing it nightly i've been trying to practice out of body experiences because yeah. i read robert monroe's journeys out of the body and i've gotten i've gotten i actually had my first out of body experience the other night i i got out of body but then i oh. got scared and i sucked, got sucked back in real quick and i you know <laughs> yeah. and it was like you know, it was very disappointing, but at the same time, exciting, because then I realized, like, I have a soul, and I, yeah. I, knew, I was, I, I started my podcast, because I wanted to know what happens when we die, do we actually have a soul, is it real, or do we keep reincarnating, and I can say now that I, I that's what this book's all about, <laughs> oh, cosmic spirituality, did you just put that out on the online, yeah, cosmic spirituality, blending religion and science in oneness from an off-planet perspective, <laughs> Tell me all about it. I'd love to hear about it. Uh, look, all this, all this information is up. Um, we have a website, which is ufograyinfo.com, and gray spelt with an E, ufograyinfo.com. And we've also got a YouTube channel, um, and we've got, oh, my goodness, about 50 or more podcasts up there, and we discuss all this on on our YouTube channel. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's great. That's great. So um, I'm trying to think of what else. I wanted to ask you this. I thought this was interesting. You did Tai Chi. Um, what do you think about the fact that like yoga has emerged? And it was like Tai Chi was kind of like a precursor to yoga because yoga wasn't out then. Now it seems like yoga has come. Do you think they're comparative and they're, they're both just as good? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all those Eastern healing and spiritual modalities are all based on the energy system, the chakra system. Um, so they're all very, very closely related. I've done a little bit of yoga and absolutely loved it. I'd love to get back into it again. Um, I'm teaching Tai Chi at the moment and teaching Reiki, so I don't have the time. But one of these days when I retire, I'd love to get back to yoga. Um, but yes, they all work on the energy system. Bringing the energy system back into balance is the key. And how do you do? How does that work with Tai Chi? If you don't mind me asking, because like I remember, I was a big fan of Bruce Lee. I'm sure you've heard of Bruce Lee, like, oh, yeah. and, and um, he practiced Tai Chi. He did Kung, Kung Fu and Tai Chi, but I think he was very ahead of his time because he knew about this kind of stuff. And like, I, I've always been involved in the martial arts. I thought the martial arts were a way to, um, to do that, to balance your energy. And, and honestly, you know, they're for self-defense, but they're also the Eastern martial arts, therefore um, for doing exactly what you said, balancing your energy, becoming, a higher state of awareness because 
you're um you're not only working your body but you're working your mind and you're learning things like uh exactly. it's very interesting what do you think exactly yeah well tai chi is known as moving meditation it is a it is a meditation the form i do i i do a very ancient yang long form um and the whole thing takes about 20 minutes to do um, so you absolutely got to keep your mind totally focused on it because it's just so easy to lose your way in it. So very much a meditation. It teaches you to breathe deeply and to just slow everything down. Um, and, it, you know, which is the whole key to spiritual um, growth is allowing yourself to just slow down and developing that mind focus. People think meditation is just longing off. It's not. It's learning to focus the mind like a laser. And Tai Chi is a brilliant way of doing that. Well, let, me ask, let me ask you this. If you learn to focus your mind like a laser, do you think manifestation becomes more possible? Yeah. Like yeah. Manifesting a better life? Like, oh, you know, like absolutely. Yeah. Quantum physics is, is proving now that we create our own reality. And this is another thing that the Greys want to really, really get across that we create our own reality. So therefore learning to think in a positive rather than a negative way is the absolute key for humanity to keep going. And, I would you know, say get so themselves, too. Yeah, I, I, get themselves I, I, out of the mess. I think that's that's, that's smart. I, 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 and uh, the fear that the, the cabal is trying to push, it seems like it's always fear, 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 you know, like uh, food shortages. They say that, that you know, that the holidays are coming up soon. Like, you know, you think like people, uh, at least here in America, you know, they, they have Thanksgiving, we have Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, and it just seemed like as soon as the holidays started coming or they're, they're going to come in a couple months, but now there's talks of food shortages. Well, I happen to know firsthand that there's not going to be any food shortages. Like I know that because of, of, of a job, you know what I mean? Like, so the fact that they lie about that to try to get people in fear is so, I don't know how to say it. You know, it really angers me because like the, the fear is just, uh, sorry, I'm tongue twisted right now. I'm, you, you probably get what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah, yeah. But yes, it's, the, it's a huge factor in their control down here because what people don't realize, we're energy beings, okay? Fear is the lowest vibrational frequency of energy and peace and happiness is the highest. And so their job is to keep us down. They're pulling us down all the time with fear, fear, fear. So as soon as humans try and sort of scramble out of it, they get pulled back down again. Yeah, yeah. It seems like, and that's the, the, what's, weird about, what's weird about life is like, it seems like, the, I guess that's the battle in life. And it's not just with extraterrestrials. It's just with our normal human lives. It seems like when we finally start to find peace and happiness, a problem arises and, yeah. I, and and that's weird you know it's just it's just how life is you know yeah 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 but the thing is is we have to remember that we create our own reality so the, the idea is to really really fight with your diners to keep a positive outlook on life rather than negative um a great teacher that i work with mara sent through a whole teaching on this once and in this teaching he was basically saying that to be negative is like being a jellyfish. You're just washed around in the tide. To be positive, you have to take an active role in it, which isn't easy. Yeah. But it sure is worth it because, gee, it changes your life when you do. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. And because I just had a guy on my show. He's another contactee. He's an Anunnaki contactee. But he's, like, in the role of, like, the Anki, 
you know, the, in the Anunnaki, there was Anki and Enlil, you know, the, the two brothers, the, they were, uh, one was bad, one was good. Well, this guy's oh, a contactee of the good side. And he okay. said this exact same thing. He said that they, they put on this an experiment so we would experience our own reality, our thoughts would create our own reality. And that's what he thinks. He thinks we're in an experiment to where our thoughts create our own reality and we're, we're like co-creators of this universe. And I, I agree with both you and him that thoughts create our reality to, to a degree. You know, I think we can manifest our own reality as long as we stay positive. I'm so glad you brought that up. That's, that's, that's genius. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we talk about that a lot on our, on our YouTube channel. What's your oh. YouTube channel name? Yeah, uh, look, they can get in by Googling my name, Judy Carroll, but it's youtube.com slash user slash the Zeta message. And the Zeta message is all one word with a capital T, capital Z, capital M. So I'll just say that again, youtube.com slash user slash the Zeta message. Okay. And then um, I, uh, how, how can people find your books and uh, stuff like that? Oh, look, the books are on Amazon. They can okay. go into Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, and, this and has the, been this has been great. I, I I enjoyed this really a lot. I'd like to talk to you again in the future to, to, to for updates on what you're writing and stuff like that, and and uh, and the ET messages and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 for sure. I'd love to, Robert. Yeah, because you know we just want to get get the truth out there. You know, <laughs> people I, being I, brainwashed. Oh. I understand. I understand. I I I, I agree. Just I agree. Like I I was confused. Like at the at first, like I I didn't know, but you really cleared things up, up a lot. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. We've also got a, a Facebook page too, the Zeta Message. They can find us there, or on my page, Judy Carroll. So we're up on Facebook. And what I do, I post the YouTube podcast up on uh, the Zeta Message and my page. Okay, that's awesome. So I'll we're say- fairly easy to find. Okay. <laughs> Well, this has been awesome. Thank you for doing this. And uh, I'm sure I'll have all my fans check out. I'm going to have all my subscribers check out your page and stuff. And uh, I'll be talking to you soon. Oh, look, all my pleasure. Thank you for that, Robert. Thank you. Have a nice night. Same to you.